Hospitals and health systems have long contended with high labor costs, particularly among contingent or contract labor. And this was especially true during the COVID-19 pandemic. According to a report released last fall, hospitals' contract labor expenses rose to roughly 500% higher than their pre-pandemic levels. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily. It's Monday, May 22nd. That report, I should note, comes from Kaufman Hall, the parent organization of Just Healthcare. That report highlighted how health systems across the country are continuing to look for ways to bring that contingent labor cost down in order to improve their overall operating margins. On the show today, I'm joined by Jeff Niles, Executive Vice President of Healthcare Workforce Logistics. Launched in 2016, HWL partners with health systems and other provider organizations to create private label, vendor-neutral contingent staffing platforms to meet their staffing needs and lower costs. As part of our conversation, Jeff told me more about the company's model and what makes it unique in the healthcare industry. It's new to healthcare, but it's something that's been happening in the commercial world for quite some time, which is creating talent pools and curating talent pools of contingent workers, direct sourcing them, so to speak. And then we employ them through a third-party employer of record, which provides the shelter to the healthcare facility from co-employment, having to take on, you know, benefits, costs, um, you know, the challenge with unions. I mean, there are a number of reasons why it makes a lot of sense to have your contingent workers employed by someone else. So we launched the program with the idea that we would go to the same marketplace where agencies source staff, which is online, which is through social media. We create a branded name uh, for our client. Um, So it's their own branded agency. The difference is that our team manages and operates it on behalf of the facility. So they don't have to invest in human capital to manage the program. They don't have to invest capital dollars in standing up a team of people to manage it. We do all that, but we're not an agency. So we are going to use a third-party employer of record, but we're going to help them source those individuals through those brands. So it's been very successful and um, it's resulted in real savings for healthcare systems and also a sense of independence and an alternative to the model that's been basically in place for decades and has not changed hospitals and health systems, as you mentioned, they rely on contract labor. And these systems, you know, have been hit particularly hard over the last few years with high labor costs. How does HWL's private label model bring those costs down? Well, the bottom line is that when a healthcare system brings in a contingent worker through a staffing agency, there are a number of components that go into that bill rate. Um, There's the base pay, which is taxable. Um, There's the cost of payroll, which is commonly referred to as the burden in our industry. And that is everything from workers' compensation, professional liability insurance, cost of payroll, benefits, et cetera. Um, Then you have the, for those that are traveling healthcare professionals that are working outside of their home tax base, they're eligible for a stipend which covers meals, incidentals, housing, and travel. And those costs are incorporated into that bill rate. Then you have the overhead costs, and then you have the gross profit margin. 
And really where the savings comes in for healthcare systems in our model is the reduction of the gross profit margin. So one of the things that we saw um, during COVID was, of course, due to the extreme imbalance of supply and demand, there was an increase in pay, take-home pay, uh, for traveling healthcare professionals that were willing to go on the road and go where the crisis was and provide very important patient care. But what we also noticed, and this was available through publicly um, you know, provided information through publicly traded companies, as well as other industry reports that come out from various think tanks, that the gross profit margins of staffing agencies increased as well. So the delta between the pay and the bill increased at a higher rate than there had been in the past. So call it what you will, but the profitability of the agencies increased significantly. And so in our model, we're able to reduce that because we control that gross profit margin and those markup costs through our employer of record. So that's the savings. Um, and the savings can be anywhere from 10 to 20%. In some cases, we see savings even higher. It really depends on where the starting point is with the current client and where their where their rates are and what vendor mix they have and how they go about setting rates. Some are better than others, but in any case, we've seen savings in almost all, in, in fact, all of our clients where we've rolled this out. Traditional staffing agencies have been around for a really long time. Uh, they've been part of the healthcare industry forever. How do nurses or other contingent healthcare workers find these private label roles? Well, they hear about them through the same places that they hear about agency jobs. So there are a number of websites out there that cater to traveling healthcare professionals to contingent workers where agencies post their jobs. Um, they also promote them on social media, though every agency has their own channel. And then there's also um, influencers out there that are paid to promote uh, agency jobs. And so we just use the same tools and um, methods that agencies use on behalf of our clients. So we've integrated our vendor management system, which is the core platform where all the postings reside and where all the management happens. Uh, we've integrated that platform with external um, sources where these individuals find themselves looking for jobs. Because the other dynamic which really has driven this model is that, you know, the way healthcare workers look for assignments has changed dramatically over the past really five years. Um, it used to be you would sign up with an agency and you would go and talk with a recruiter and they would tell you about the assignments that were available. Well, now it's all, everything's online. There's online marketplace and healthcare professionals are not loyal to one agency over another. So there are agencies that have big databases, but these are the same people that are in other agency databases. And these are the same people that are simply shopping for jobs online. So we just place our clients' uh, needs in the middle of all of that. And lo and behold, those travelers find those positions. And the other interesting dynamic is that there are many agencies that are aware of this model and kind of the trend that's happening. And we're seeing those agencies really shrink their margins. So they're catching on that, you know, in order to be competitive in this marketplace, that they're going to have to reduce some of the costs, keep the pay competitive, but not, you know, the traditional way to lower costs is you take it on the back of the nurse. 
And I say nurse loosely as a general term for healthcare worker. So if I drop a bill rate by $15, then the agency goes and drops the pay rate. Well, in our model, the pay can remain the same. The bill rate still goes down. I want to take a look at one of the health systems that HWL has partnered with, uh, that being Grady Health in Atlanta, Georgia. In partnership, you established Grady Works in 2022. Uh, Can you talk a little bit more about that? We had been working with them. So we uh, were fortunate enough to help with the COVID crisis in the state of Georgia through a contract with the state. And that's how we began working with Grady. And then once that funding came to an end, you know, they were on the hook to keep these people. And so we very quickly worked with them to launch this program because they were eager to reduce costs. And Grady, Grady was kind of our, one of our first testing grounds for this model. And they're a great partner. They believed in it right away. They got behind it. And um, it's been a, it's been a success. And since Grady Works was implemented, what sort of impact has the system seen on its staffing and other costs? Yeah, so so their rates have come down dramatically. I want to say the reduction in bill rate was, you know, over 50% um, at, at one point. The thing with Grady is that the strength that they have being one of the largest hospitals, not only in Atlanta, but in the state of Georgia, is that they have scale and they have size. And so everyone knows Grady. So when we launched Grady Works and we got that brand out there, it didn't take long for traveling healthcare professionals to hear about it and understand what it was. Um, And that really drove those savings. In addition, a side benefit, which we thought might happen, but we weren't 100% sure would, was that Grady Works has ended up being one of the top, if not the top source of conversions to full-time staff. So of course they recruit direct, they're always recruiting for individuals, but we've seen a good portion of staff that come to Grady through Grady Works and then they convert over and there's no fee to Grady when they do that. So in our program, if the staff wants to come on full-time, there's no cost associated with that. So they recruit them and they bring them on salary. So that side benefit has also helped them to reduce their overall need for contingent labor because they're now building their ranks through this program. So that was a great, you know, like I said, side benefit, if you want to call it that, um, or additional value that this program provided to great. So, so yeah, so they, they've been the poster child and we've been fortunate enough to replicate that and some other um, healthcare systems, and we have several others that um, are not uh, recently launched and and are in in the implementation process. There's obviously a lot of variability uh, between hospitals and health systems, you know, especially in regards to their sizes and the levels of their staffing needs. So, how does HWL adapt to meet the individual needs of your partners? Yeah, I think it comes down to some of our core values as an organization. We are very client-focused, and I know that's kind of a cliche and everyone says it, but I witness it every day. The way that we interact with and manage and strategically operate programs between clients is very different. Cultures are different. Regions of the country are different. Demand needs are different. Um, In some cases, we're doing a lot of the work. When I say that, I mean we're doing clinical screening, we're interviewing the candidates, we're making offers on behalf of the client. So, 
you know, we operationalize as much of the process internally as the client would like. Um, and, and then in other cases, we're doing more sourcing where we're finding individuals, we're doing pre-screening, but then they're taking it over and really doing the clinical assessment and screening. So a lot of the way that we operate comes down to what the client wants. And we're nimble enough as an organization to be able to adapt to that. Um, and of course, that's a challenge as you grow. We're, we, we're growing you know, very fast as an organization. And so as you get bigger, of course, it becomes harder to, to do things you know, individually or more in a boutique fat. But today, we've been successful in doing that and our plan is to continue that. I think that's also because we've hired to support our program. So we anticipate when we know we have a new client coming on and we know the scale and we know what they're looking for and how much is needed, we're staffing up. We're not waiting till, you know, we're in a staffing crisis and we you know, can't meet the needs. Um, we're planning ahead. Um, and the, the truth of it is because of our technology um, and the automation that we have in our platform, we're able to do things at scale um, very efficiently. So, you know, during the state of Georgia, you know, we manage, you know, tens of thousands of um, um, contracts throughout the state. And we did that with a fairly small core team, if you really looked at it um, from the outside. And um, that was in large part due to the efficiencies that our technology brings to the table to automate, you know, onboarding, timekeeping, invoicing, credentialing, all of the reporting, dashboards, all the things that in a more manual environment require more people. So the technology certainly helps us in that regard. When you are working with either established partners or you're working to make new inroads with potential new clients, you know, what are you hearing the most from the C-suite? What are they most concerned about moving forward? Well, I think that the, what we are hearing is that labor, if it hasn't been, is the number one issue. Um, so I've been doing this for a long time. And you know, contingent workforce management was always kind of pushed to the side a little bit. There was this belief that, oh, well, we're going to not need staffing agencies. We're going to staff up. We'll be completely on our own and we won't need to, you know, use outside resources or have contingent workers. That's pretty much gone. Everyone now, the CEOs that we talk to, they recognize that labor is going to be their biggest challenge moving forward how to do more with less because frankly there's a growing population of elderly people i mean everyone knows the demographics so the challenge is real so i think that what we hear is that there's an acknowledgement that that is not going away and so with that comes a resolution to find ways to address it and to strategically embrace it if that's the right word in order to give yourself a competitive advantage because let's face it all healthcare systems are competing for the same you know workers and so how do you create a work environment that has more uh flexibility that has more offerings that gives you know we were just talking with a chief hr officer recently who made a very astute point which was if we do this right, we should never lose a healthcare worker because we always have an option 
for that person. Let's face it, life events change. People have kids, people retire, their spouses retire, or a spouse loses a job and you need more work. The healthcare systems that we talk to are trying to find ways to have an employment model that works for everyone, whether you want to work one day a year or you need to work two extra shifts a month to pay for a kid who's going to college or something along those lines. So, you know, a lot of healthcare systems struggle with creating offerings or flexible workforce models because it's so antithetical to what they're used to. Um, so it's really a hard, it's a hard swallow that this is what we need to do. Um, and we're going to have to get creative. And so we're, we just want to be part of that conversation because we, we can help. Um, and, and so that to that extent, we're, we're always, you know, having those types of discussions. That was Jeff Niles, Executive Vice President for Healthcare Workforce Logistics. He joined me today to talk more about HWL's technology-driven contingent workforce solution and how it works with hospitals and health systems to establish their own private label contingent staffing platforms to bring labor costs down. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. We'll be back with healthcare business and policy news updates tomorrow, as always, in 10 minutes or less. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at gisthealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The Gist Healthcare Daily Podcast is an independent production of Gist Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.